What's up, you beautiful weebs? Welcome to another episode of the Can We Just Talk podcast. I'm Kenny, and I'll be your host for this week. Joining me are the boys, Mark, Ray, and Jillian. What's up, guys? Hello. What's going on? Hey, everybody. For this week's episode, the topic is trading card games. As a group, I'd say card games is one of our big hobbies, and uh, I definitely love to hear from everybody about what they like about card games in general. Let's start out with how we got into card games. That's easy. Old Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> manga. Yeah. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. Pokemon 2, but I just collected and never, I never learned how to play yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. I, so I was yeah, an adult. Here. Oh, wait. If we're going with like all the cards that we used to collect, uh, it was probably Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, the metal Digimon cards that weren't actually cards, and Neopets. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a throwback. You just Oh, I didn't have eat. Neopet cards. You just yeah. kind of aged us with that i think okay. yeah i think like like going back from a previous podcast like i got into Yu-Gi-Oh off of that vhs that toys r us sent it was like a promotion for Yu-Gi-Oh's, and then they're promoting the the card game and the anime so basically i was already reading the manga but then they didn't promote the cards at the time and then when they started releasing the trading cards like oh okay i'll get into it another trading card that i also played kind of played i guess because i didn't i couldn't find any friends to really play with it much except for like one in elementary school is uh dual masters Ooh, dual oh. masters. Like, yeah. yeah no this is like it's like their actual dual masters though it's like yeah. actual because what happens was like before kaijudo there was like yeah. the anime dual masters i remember that anime, yeah. yeah it had yeah. a card game and actually the card game was very fun it's just that Yu-Gi-Oh! And Pokemon were just the more po- and Magic was the more popular oh, Mag- uh, yeah. trading um, card. So. It's hard to hard to beat the big three. Yeah, but Duel Masters though, it, I mean the card art was really fun. I think the gameplay was just I don't think it was hard. Just nobody really liked it as much. I yeah remember Duel Masters. I think it was an anime on TV for us. Maybe yeah, yeah it, was. it was yeah okay. And then I think. Was it McDonald's or one of the fast food chains had? Um, yes, it was McDonald's. Had like, because I, I think that's the only time I actually got a Dual Masters card. I thought it was really cool, but other than that, I never collected uh, dual, other Dual Masters cards. Yeah. Man, when would you guys say Yu Gi Oh first came out? Was that like 2000? 2000? 2001? 2000. 2000. I think. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say I was in, I mean, I recall it. In, I like first. First, first grade, grade? That's, like when, yeah. that's when i was in daycare so you know I what's what six years old to like 2001 you know what's crazy i was just thinking about it yesterday like when Yu-Gi-Oh gx came out here we were like in fourth grade yeah that's how old Yu-Gi-Oh oh, G- gx I was like, yeah gx, GX is old yeah i'm like dang i was like oh my god Yu-Gi-Oh gx is old because uh, i remember yeah. 5d 5ds came out when we were like sixth or seventh grade yep i remember i was oh, still no, in middle school cool. Yeah, Are like, yeah. yeah. Is this like the original Japanese one or? Uh, English came out in the States. GX came out in the States here in 2006. 2004. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wait, wait, is that? I thought that was. No, that makes sense. That, wasn't that when GOAT format was? What? GOAT? No. You didn't yeah. know about GOAT format until high school, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't no, know none of us did. Oh, it's, it's basically going to the Shadow Realm. We don't talk about that. The only it's like reason the first why... competitive format in Yu-Gi-Oh. The only reason why I can remember GX being back, we were in elementary school, is like, my parents were still together at that time, so I'm like, I correlate GX oh. starting, like, by the time my parents were like, and transitioning into being separated. So I was like, 04, 05-ish. 
That's how I know. Oh, like whoa. that's how GX came out. That was around the same time for me. Oh shit! Trauma reminder. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Jeez, that was my graduation gift from elementary school. Was it what? Coming home and hearing your dad's not going to be living here anymore. Oh shit! I think oh, my graduation from elementary school is my first ever Yu-Gi-Oh box was GX. It was the Lost Millennium. Yo, that was my first ever Yu-Gi-Oh box ever, and I was like freaking out because I'm like, oh my god, I actually have a booster box, and then I pulled um first Ed Flame Wingman. Flame Wingman. I remember. I think it was for Christmas. I got like a bunch of Lost Millennium booster uh, blister packs. And I, I also pulled a Flame Wingman. I don't think it was first ed, but I was so excited because Elemental Heroes were like really cool when they came out. Heck yeah. I remember I went to when they started pulling Lost Millenniums or putting Lost Millenniums on shelves. I went to a KB Toys and like the Gilroy oh, outlets. Toys. Wow. Yeah. And I remember seeing the Lost Millennium and I begged my parents. I'm like, please, can we get this? I, it's not even in target yeah they're like okay and i remember my parents got me two packs and i pulled thunder giant the ultra rare thunder giant oh man i don't think i got thunder giant until the jaden yuki duelist pack came out when it became a rare you're rare yeah Yeah. Yeah, a rare man and then a rampart blaster was also a rare yeah (laughs) dude and that jaden yuki duelist pack the first one like the ultras was bubble shuffle yeah and Steam, steam, uh, steam healer. Steam steam healer. healer. Yeah. I was trying really hard to pull steam healer because it was the cover card, but I couldn't pull it. Dude, I think I have, I ha- I don't have steam healer in English, but I have steam healer in Japanese because oh. when my dad and I would go to San Jose, like Kino Kaniya used to sell Japanese booster boxes or there wow. used to be a store that would sell like vint or Japanese games and trading cards. And I remember they would sell duelist booster boxes for cheap. Because it's not English, so then we bought a booster box and I got Steam Healer in Japanese. Ooh, I'm not nice. sure if it was the same for you guys, but I felt like I was really into Yu-Gi-Oh! probably up until middle school. Because I think that's when the original series ended. And then once it got to middle school, it's kind of like no one was really like talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! anymore. Everyone's like kind of growing up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think I kind of I kind of kept up with it a, a tiny bit. And I collected some GX packs here and there. Yeah. But it wasn't until like later high school when I found out that Ray and a lot of our other friends still played Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. And that Yu-Gi-Oh! was actually a competitive card game. I didn't know it was like a competitive card game. I just knew it as the anime. (laughs) Yeah, the trading card game that we collected. And then the uh, Saturday morning cartoon that we used to watch all the time. Yeah. And then... Mm -hmm. It was actually really funny how I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I mm-hmm. used to play it at, like, daycare when I was in elementary school because almost, you know, like, every, well, I want to say at least, like, half the kids that were there had some sort of deck thrown together. And, you know, I, I was one of those irresponsible kids that would, like, rubber band my deck and put it in my pocket because I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know any better, and I was like, they're, they're with me always. I, I will never be banished to the Shadow Realm. Like, you know, silly stuff like that. But... Um, just like Kenny had said, you know, around middle school, that's kind of when it fell off. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess there's other things to do. You know, I'd like, I, I think that's probably still when I was doing like sports, I was doing like baseball and soccer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of leaned into that. Uh, in high school, one of our friends, I, I figured out he and I lived relatively close to each other. So I used to walk home with him. And one day we went to a comic book shop. 
you know, I like I saw like Yu-Gi-Oh packs, and I was like, oh wow, this game's still going on. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, do you do you still play? I'm like, I'm like no, I haven't played in years. And then next thing you know, like I'm like hanging out at his house. We're like we pulled out like the shoe box of old cards. We're like just making like draft decks. Oh, it was a mess, but it, it was fun. And then next thing you know, I just started getting back more into it. Kenny figured out that I was in like playing, and then. You know, it was like, yeah. oh, it's like, oh, you play? Like, oh, that's cool. Like, I play. And uh, Kenny had yeah, really a lot good of people cards. Are, I did not. A lot not. of people school were playing. <laughs> and then one of the things I still remember, and uh, I mean, I don't know. I'll take your opinion on it, too. I remember once, like, we were just kind of, like, chilling at the school. I think we were, like, waiting for the bus or something. And, uh, or, I don't know, we were, like, sitting at a, one of the tables by, I want to say the 100 hall in the cafeteria. Yeah, and, uh, you know there was like a small crowd of people, and like I'm like, eh, are they like, are they watching? Are they interested? Are they heckling? Do I care? Whatever, I'll just play. Dude, I I never stopped collecting Yu-Gi-Oh. Like even in elementary school, all the way to high school, I never stopped collecting Yu-Gi-Oh packs. But I think I I think if it wasn't for a a friend that I had back in middle school, um, he and I he lived in L.A. and basically whenever I would come over or when i would go down to la we would hang out and we would always bond over Yu-Gi-Oh. but i remember one summer he came over to he came over to my my house for the summer and we dude we were so spoiled like we spent a ton of money this is like mind you we're like we're only like sixth grade yeah maybe like sixth grade seventh grade where'd or something you guys like go that. to buy where'd you guys go to buy stuff we went to get we went to target oh okay okay but i remember we bought a like it was hundreds of dollars, I'm sure, like of special edition Crimson Crisis uh. and and raging <laughs> raging battle packs. Wow! Like the where Power Tool Dragon and Assault. Yeah, yeah. What was it Crimson Dragon? All the Signer Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we spent so much money on that. I but I'll never forget Duelist Genesis is like my go-to pack because I have this. I always tell this legendary story of how I pulled three Stardust Dragons. From three booster packs that I just randomly got from Target. So I remember Whoa. like one morning my dad and I went to Target and I was like, oh, can I get some Duelist Genesis packs? And he's like, you can get three. I'm like, cool. So I, I randomly picked three. I opened, up, I opened up the first pack, Ultra Rare Stardust, right? I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, hell yeah, this is this is amazing, right? I'm like, I pull Star Dragon, I'm like, I'm already happy. I opened the second pack, Ulti Rare Stardust Dragon. Ooh. I'm like, dang, this, this, I got two Stardust Dragons, a third pack, Ghost Rare Stardust Dragon. Dude. I pulled okay. all, three rare, all three different Rarity Stardust Dragons. Okay, you say, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but do you, have, do you have two Ghost Rare Stardust Dragons? No, because they're freaking expensive. But Ray, you bought them as singles. <laughs> I know, but... Anyone can do that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, and the story is so much better. I bought the first one because it wasn't that expensive. All right, all you uninitiated non-card game players, I paid $50 for a card that's shiny, and then I lost it, and then I got sad, and then I didn't tell the guys about it, and then I bought a second one for another $50, thinking it was a good deal. And then I found the first one, and now I have two of the same card. At least, it didn't pay, at least you paid the same price for both of them. Yeah, yeah. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, it's... The least expensive of the five, so uh, the two that I paid for is not even the cost of one of the other ones. I feel like I feel like I had I feel like well, other than Ghost Rare, uh, 
Black Rose Dragon and Ghost Rare Stardust. I feel like Ghost Rare Ancient Fairy Dragon could be up there. It's a banned card, isn't it? Probably. I think it, well, I guess it's not too expensive as banned, but yeah. <laughs> but Ghost yeah. Rare, you know, they're always. It's not an easy pull to find a Ghost Rare Signer card, Signer Dragon card. Well, it's too bad we don't really play Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. No, we just kind of loosely keep up keep up with it. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. What was your guys' reason for like getting out of it? I think it's too I feel like the game can be too turbo. Like it's just sometimes it's just you kinda lose interest or fun because you just go in there, everyone plays like the same three kind of decks. And then obviously the deck that you run, everyone's gonna have like same hand traps. Um, you know, same trap cards, so it seems it just seems so I don't know if I wanna say vanilla. It's just kind of predictable. Like, if your setup's not good and your pun setup's pretty great, you don't you know you're not gonna bounce back. So it's like, who can who can kill each other the fastest? Which is, it's not really fun when competitively. But That's... I think I think Yu-Gi-Oh also like when it's when it keeps growing and they keep adding new things. I just think that ruling and like how effects proc. Like what goes first and stuff. I think it just gets really confusing. Yeah, yeah Yu-Gi-Oh is actually really intricate, and it's marketed as a kids trading <laughs> card game. <laughs> yeah, I dare a kid to come to like attorney and be like, "I play Ruler's White Dragon," and just get shit on. Yeah, yeah. Take, like, oh, allow me to play my hand trap to negate your effect. Now I can play three monster yeah, cards in the same like, turn. <laughs> it's like MST negate. Um, actually, MSC just destroys. It doesn't negate the effect. Right? Ooh, Dude, I, I didn't know that. And Because I, I would play the GBA games, I'm like, MST! I'm like, cool, card is gone. Now it's like, MST, like, card still resolves this effect. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget yeah. the memes. Yeah. Negate anything. <laughs> even count traps. Yeah, yeah and it's true. like, oh... And it's like, oh, I can Monster Reborn anything, actually. Cards like BLS, Envoy the Beginning, it has to be inherited something first before you can Monster Reborn it. And I was like, what the heck is these, are these rulings? Yeah. Same for cards that if they were, if their summon was negated, but they end up in the graveyard because they were never properly summoned, they can't yeah. be Monster Reborn. Oh, so many things you had yeah. to know. And then, like, nowadays it's like, oh, it doesn't target... I don't know, stuff like that is just, like, really confusing. Like, it kind yeah. of feels like it's targeting, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I'm too afraid to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, competitively, like a YCS, because I feel those people are a different breed. They're, like, super... They, I feel like they're... They have, they have a lot of rage in them. You know, super... They're kind of toxic. <laughs> I mean, they're just the Blasting the Ruins guy waiting to ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, no, that guy can play. That guy can stay there. He's cool. I, I, I want to let him do it forever. <laughs> blasting the ruins. Hey, wait uh, until blasting the ruins gets limited to one. He's ooh. gonna be sad. I know. He he has to retire his deck. I think for yeah. me, the reason why I stopped playing, and I mean, this is no offense to anybody that's listening or anybody that will listen that's in the community, but I just found that the community was kind of toxic. Yeah. Like, yeah. it sucks because I grew up with the game and I really like the game. But I mean, I, I don't, I was trying to think about it earlier. I don't remember the exact quote and it's, it's a bit explicit anyway. But I just remembered at some tourneys, even in first round, you would hear people so tense and they were just like, like Mark was saying, they're just kind of like angry. 
Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is not the vibe that I want. It's like, like I'm, I'm here on my free time to have fun and play a card game, not, you know, get at each other's throats. Exactly. I'm like, dude, this is what card games for. Like, it's it's a game that we can enjoy together, but people just take it way too serious. I mean, you can say that about anything. You can even say that about like video game tournaments. Oh, absolutely. You mean league? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like league for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, league, Street Fighter, uh, Apex Legends, uh, Smash. No, that's different. <laughs> what do you mean, Ray? Those <laughs> dirty Smash players are hella competitive. <laughs> Because if, if you're not careful topic. and then, you know, you don't nair me correctly, it's really easy to read your attack and then perfect <laughs> guard you. Some of them are assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially when they drink. Yeah. Go watch the episode. We're 69% inebriated. <laughs> yeah. I think the point of a reference race to not reference directly, but okay. <laughs> hey. Anyway. Yeah, so based on that, you can tell we don't play Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. I feel like what kind of like keeps me slightly interested is just like seeing some card reveals because they do like to release new cards for a lot of older archetypes that go all the way back to the anime. So that's really cool seeing like actual decks translate to the actual card game from the anime. But yeah, we don't play Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. We mostly play as a group Cardfight Vanguard, which came out around 2010 in Japan. And we started... Well, me, I say me and Ray first started in 2012. Yeah, Is that right? right. Yeah. Yeah. 2012, towards the end of high school. Vanguard version 1.0. Yeah. Very different from where it's at right now. Or where it's been over the last decade. Yeah. When, when did you, uh, Mark and Julian, start playing Vanguard? Uh, I think when I first met you. So maybe 2013. 13 do you remember the do you remember the bart strike and uh i had to stay over at your apartment for like a week yeah yeah so then you and your roommate introduced me to carfight vanguard i was like i have no idea what's going on and you had uh you had a raging form deck but it's in japanese oh yeah and uh (laughs) i was like i don't know what's going on this is japanese i can't read this and i was so confused but you're telling me oh they just came out new format it's called limit break like if you're trying to get into it, this is pretty good because it's it's new, so it'll be new for everybody. So then, or break ride, it was break ride. So yeah, then, break ride, yeah, break ride. Yeah, so, so I was like, break okay, ride, it was break ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, okay, so I went to the card shop, bought my first deck was uh, Liberators, yeah. and then yeah, so that was first year of college, 2013. Yeah, that was for me, uh, for playing Vanguard. For me, it was 2014. I started during G era or end of what was the duo one? Legion. Legion. Legion, end of Legion. Oh, end of Legion. Oh, but that was such yeah. a good one, though. Oh, I thought you started earlier than that. I mean, not much earlier, but no, I thought it was you during started. Legion. My first deck you had me use was a Mel- called Melon Mega Colony Mega Colony Legion deck. The Bug Empire. My first deck was Diablo. Ah, the oh, the Spike yeah. Brothers. Oh, Diablo huh. Blaster Blade. Ah, Blaster Dark. Blaster Dark Diablo. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you have a habit of like picking up like the most broken structure deck. Well, structure deck? It was the first. It was the first legend deck, but I was well, like, yeah. um, I was like five, four or five sets in. I think four, five. Yeah, yeah. something like that. G. It yeah. was busted. <laughs> yeah, well, I spent. Yeah. I spent the first five months of G just playing whatever Ray had, which was uh, Nova. Nightcrawler. I didn't have my own deck until Diablo. Okay. Cool. Cool. But. And then I'd say we most 
recently got back into uh Y Shores, which is um also the same company as Card Five Vanguard, which is Bushy Road. Um and their decks are revolved around anime titles. So I think we refer to Weiss Wars in some of our previous episodes, but yeah, it's like anime um, versus anime style. Yeah, so like I have a Sword Art Online deck. Ray has How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend. Kill a the kill. deck is boring. <laughs> hey, my deck's boring too. All I do is just spam out level two Alice's as soon as possible. I'll trade your deck for my trial deck, Ray. No, 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 Julian. You have your own deck coming soon. That's coming soon. I don't have. Currently, I do not have a deck. I'm coming yeah. up to us that time I got reincarnated as a slime deck soon-ish. Yeah. And then and you'll have fun playing it. And then Mark also made a deck. What'd you make, Mark? Uh, I made the Rascals in a but but girl senpai deck. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah pretty big anime titles. And then yeah, it's a really cool card game. <laughs> yeah. You guys play any other ones outside of that? Me and Kenny no. tried other ones. Oh, we like tried. Drag- like, we tried uh, Super, Dragon Ball yeah. Super. We tried yeah. Digimon. The new yeah. Digimon. The new Digimon. That's yeah. about it. I'm thinking That's about trying One it. Piece, but eh. Oh, I've tried out one game of One Piece, and then it kind of reminded me of Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yeah, but, you um, told me that, but I haven't yeah. tried it. Gameplay-wise, yeah. Gotcha. It was okay. I probably have to play a little bit more, but other than that, the card art's really cool. Yeah. For One Piece. Now, yeah. are we only considering... Like physical card games that we play? Uh, we can we can talk about digital card games too. Cause I mean, I did Shadowverse for a while. I did um, Shadowverse as well. Yeah, I still, I did Hearth, Hearthstone for a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I keep going in and out of it. I mean, that's that's one of the things I do really enjoy about Hearthstone. You actually, um, because you know, if it's on your phone, you'll get notifications whenever they release a new set or game mechanic. Mm-hmm. And I always put the game down for probably a few months, maybe half a year at a time. And then they'll announce a new te- uh, a, a new game mechanic. Well, without boring everyone, essentially units that could attack the turn they're played instead of units that have to wait a whole turn before they can attack. And then there were a bunch of other game mechanics that make the game kind of fun and interesting. I think that's what I really like about card games, that you get to see them kind of evolve and become a little more intricate. It's just... Sometimes the speed at which they do it doesn't it, it power creeps too much and it doesn't allow for healthy development of the game. But what yeah. do you guys think? Like in terms of what I like about card games, I'd probably say in the beginning it was mostly like a collecting as- aspect, since I didn't really know it was competitive as a kid. <laughs> but like nowadays, mostly with uh Vanguard, I really like the competition of it. And then more recently, like me Ray and Julian have been really going to weekly tournaments on the weekends at our local game store. So it's been really cool to kind of get to know other people who go to the same card shop and then playing them eh, whenever we go. It's kind of like almost every other week, re- more recently within the last two months. But yeah, I kind of, I'm like really into <laughs> Vanguard and I really like to um, keep up with like the content that's on YouTube. So like watching different fights wcc i kind of like how the content creation has evolved over time because i feel like back in the day it's really hard to find Builds like deck or lists or anything you kind of yeah reddit or yeah mm-hmm. the tops which is not which is not always reliable either because like if they post tops 
top decks. Yeah. Not and then all like decks. card, yeah, card releases and like thoughts on cards, um, releases, decks, and that kind of stuff. And now it's like just a whole bunch of content on YouTube. I, I really like to keep track of that. What do you guys say you like about card games, Julian and Mark? Uh, I think for the most part, it's just another way to hang out and mm-hmm. like, and the game's fun, especially if like casually, like we're just fucking around and it's like talking and playing and like throughout the game, like a lot of things can happen, whether it's like a surprise or like it's, I guess in the layman's turn, it's like keeps the action constantly happening and like kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh! or current Yu-Gi-Oh! where it's like games can end really, really, really fast, like in one turn mm-hmm. or less. Or, yeah. Couple turns, it's like it. Oh, and you lose without having to like really do anything. Yeah, at the top to like. And with Vanguard, I feel like it's definitely like yeah, there's meta, but technically you can still beat the meta with any deck if you, you mm-hmm. know, with the RNG yeah. aspect of it. Like, like uh, this weekend, I was using like a very mid deck, but I still managed to top at the tourney. So it's like it's like things like that where you don't you don't have to play the meta to be able to be competitive. Yeah, like Julian said, it's a it's a it's a way that you can bond with your friends, like mm-hmm. on a pastime. It's just you're just having a good time with your pals, like enjoying the same game. But also, I think for me, it's uh, it can also be like a collection aspect. Is it's just that um, when you see cards that you like, even if like the deck, like how it runs, like it maybe it's not optimal, like or competitive compared to maybe more meta decks. It's just like the art or the artist that does the art for that certain. For that certain deck is is probably really good. It's just really nice yeah. to look at. So cards can also be like a form of art. Maybe the deck sucks, but you can still appreciate what the artist like what the artist did. Looking at cards, like how they like not like not not the same artist does art for all the cards. You know they always mm-hmm. they, they always have like different artists do different things. So you can see like different art styles for different decks, and it's really fun to just look at them. Even if you're not playing them, it's always just look just you kind of just. Go through your deck, like, oh, that's really nice. Sorry, I really like it. Yeah, that's why I have two ghost rare Blackwing Dragons. Yeah, I'd say we have, between all of us, we have a lot of different decks that we just kind of circulate through, but there's definitely decks that are probably a lot better that you would play, but then there's other decks that just you make because they look really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys ever find that sometimes? I mean, this was probably more true with older Vanguard, but did you ever think, did you ever find that, you know, your personality kind of came out? in some of the decks that you would play how so like just you know based on like the play style that you had and like how you enjoyed watching games play out because you did kind of have a choice of like not sure about play style but i'd probably say for clan wise and in vanguard i I do kind of gravitate towards the edgier the edgier decks so i really like the shadow paladin for sure because it was Hmm. super edgy but other than that like I just kind of started with Kagero because it's one of the trial decks to pick up. So, and I kind of just stuck with it ever since. Yeah, same. It's like with... really nostalgic to what I started out with. Yeah, same here. Like with me, my first deck was um, Gold Paladins, so Liberators. So anything that was within Keter Sanctuary is just, I just gravitated more because I think it's just, I just have a really close attachment to that, my first deck. So anything that's Keter, I'm like, oh, well, the art's really good. And, you know, they'll, you know, they all look the same still, and the play style is kind of similar. So I thought I gravitate more towards if it's not a like dimensional robo, which is another clan. Mm. I There's definitely a... I don't know about personality, but definitely same as the guys. It's like art style is definitely more like 
I definitely lean towards more of the edgier. Like the clan I, uh, the nation I have is literally called Dark State, so literally all the edgiest possible cards I have in the current format. But yeah, interesting. Because for me, I've noticed across a lot of the games that I played, typically I would end up playing uh, some of the more control decks. When it came to like Hearthstone, I would always be a warrior or a priest player. And both of those decks were basically based on making the game last, uh, or rather being able to outvalue your opponent's deck by having Mm. more resources in them at the end and basically winning through attrition. And I kind of found that with like, I mean, kind of with, you know, Mega Colony, which was based around restricting your opponent's gameplay a little bit. And I mean, it was just a trend that I'd noticed a lot across a lot of games. Uh, Vanguard was actually one of the first ones where, I mean, that and, you know, later on Yu-Gi-Oh!, where I would actually start doing like more aggro decks or decks that were just meant around attacking your opponent as many times as possible. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like more recently, we started going to like really big tournaments, which are like, well, for us in California, it's located down in, in Los Angeles, whether it be like Pasadena, San Gabriel, or Anaheim. I think my first like big tournament was back in 20, end of 2019. Yeah. And uh, this is back in like the second iteration of Vanguard, which is a V series. And yeah, I went with the the Eshe guys because, yeah, you guys weren't really like super into Vanguard like at that point in time. And I just kind of like went on a whim just because, like, oh, this sounds like a sounds like a cool time just to kind of hang out with the guys and just get out of get out of town for a week. Yeah. And and then I didn't (laughs) and I ended up getting like top four, which is really cool. I remember after I came back from that trip, you guys like kind of got reinvigorated back into um, into Vanguard, and I was like, "Oh, dope! Like my boys are back into Vanguard." And you guys are like, "Next time there's a big tournament, we should we should all go." And then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then COVID hit. But really, we did we did end up making it down to B to uh, BCS eventually. Uh, yeah, you we went, went to Spring Fest, right? That's cool. the one. You went yeah. to Fest. We went we to, to BCS last year, December. Yeah. We, we and Kenny went to Spring Fest the year previous. Yeah, we went to Spring Fest 22 and this year. Yeah. yeah. So it's been kind of like a like an annual thing because it's like only really two big tournaments in the year. Well, yeah. in California, at least. There's, there's more tournaments in other states, but that's like traveling. That's That's a much bigger commitment. Yeah, because uh, Springfest was my first like really big uh, card tournament. Oh yeah, wait, actually no, twenty nineteen was not my first one. Ooh, you went twenty eighteen? No, no, it was uh, um, Sacramento. in Sacramento. Uh, twenty. I think that maybe was twenty fourteen. Oh, no. maybe twenty thirteen. No, it was twenty fourteen. I think that one. I remember. Yeah. That was I wait, can you? What was our friend playing? The one that lost to Alfred Beat. He's playing Novell. <laughs> okay, cool. Now I have like a thumb. <laughs> like I have a good thumb of when that was. Yeah, that was probably like yeah. late 14, 15. Yeah. Um, Novell was busted and Alfred Beat was set one. So uh just to really go on to uh was it Mark or Julian's point? Oh, it was on to Julian's point. Like this this guy that played our friend had basically a deck that you could have bought when the game first started and beat a friend of ours who made the, I don't know, what is it 
egregious to say best deck um, at the time in that game. Yeah, I think so. I think it was or probably the best deck. One of the strongest. and uh, One of the and strongest he, ones. He took the L. He took the he took the L in round one, and then pretty much just scooped the rest of the rounds. <laughs> like oh that's that's a that's a really fun part about Vanguard. Anything can happen, especially yeah. now with the over card. Oh my god, the over trigger! That thing does not belong in the game. They call it the over trigger because it's game over when you hit it. It's game over. Well, not necessarily. Nah, you can. No, it just makes up. it just makes your it just makes your play it just. Makes Changes. the rest of the game a lot more yeah difficult. Like, my mm. opponent damage. My opponent damage checks it like early on. I'm like, oh, that's fine. And then if they check it early, depending on which nation they play, it's probably not that bad. Like before grade three. Since yeah. I'm a Brant Gate player, it's usually game over when I hit it. Well, later game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess going back to anime, uh, what, what would you say your favorite card game animes are? Or like within those animes, like what are your favorite seasons? Because uh, I guess off the top of my head for me, it's just mostly Vanguard and Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not sure if you guys have watched other card games. I say um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I guess for Yu-Gi-Oh, that one's kind of hard to choose. I think if I had to choose... Um, it probably had to be with between GX or uh, 5Ds. Oh, hey. Ooh. 5Ds was my favorite. Yeah, because 5Ds, 5Ds yeah. <laughs> was actually the first one I actually that I watched in Japanese, like sub um, for the whole thing, or just for uh, the last season. I'd probably say like at least half to three fourths, because at a certain point in English, I think they started they stopped dubbing it. Yeah, so, around like, uh, on a, New Domino City or something. Yeah, and then like to watch it on a weekly basis, I had to watch it in Japanese. Okay, so, so you it's really it. interest. Yeah, it was really interesting, like watching Yu-Gi-Oh in Japanese because it's like certain phrases that you hear all the time, like revolved around card games. So, like turn start, turn end, like activate in Japanese. It's like it was really cool. But what about you guys? I think I would uh, probably say for me it was. Either Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. I don't know why. I just enjoyed it being so different. Because I was used to seeing all of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! They went from, you know, the giant arenas to the dual discs to the dual gauntlets. Switch that order because I got it backwards. To dual school where they went back to the arena. More dual discs. And then out of nowhere it was just, oh, new game mechanic. We're on motorcycles and there's a field spell for everybody. And I was like, whoa, this is fun and exciting which never came to the irl game it's just purely the anime that would have been cool if we could do though like Our yeah. games on motorcycles yeah well because there's a whole like speed mechanic in the anime oh yeah. yeah every turn you would get the counter and then you could do things i yeah. i do like that about other card games where you can over time gain effects yeah yeah i think for me like i like five d's but i think for me it's either classic Yu-Gi-Oh or GX because classic Yu-Gi-Oh is just I just remember just waking up every Saturday morning and then just watching back-to-back yeah. episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh and if you're really lucky then it's like back-to-back-to-back to back to back. <laughs> like four yeah. episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh consecutively yeah. if you're if, like, if you're not lucky if, if, like if you woke up early enough yeah it's too. like a, it's like a good yeah. Saturday you get like two episodes Dude, of my Pokemon, body four episodes my body, of Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. 
like my body just woke up at like seven o'clock on saturday yeah. every single morning yeah i like pop in that vhs start recording so i can watch it yeah. again later <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> but yeah G- i think for me i, th- I really like gx because um i actually watched it in japanese so per- i think just the personalities of the japanese characters and gx i like more just because like professor crowler he's so freaking hilarious and in Japanese, because he just kind of like he just kind of says English or French words sometimes, and it's really funny. But yeah, yeah, GX was definitely like I was just super attached to. But yeah, nothing. I think for me, nothing can be classic Yu-Gi-Oh. Classic Yu-Gi-Oh is like the best, especially like Battle City. Battle yeah, City is my favorite. I love art. Battle City. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole concept about like <laughs> whenever you beat your opponent, you get their best card was like I don't Dude. know, really cool. Yeah, but in in real life, I would it's never not cool. happen. No, it's not cool. <laughs> there's, too many, there's too many things that can happen in the game that just don't yeah. go your way. And it's like, I don't yeah. want to lose my fucking Dude, I used to, I used, ridiculous. I used to bet my... I, in elementary school, I used to bet me and a, like other students in the school. We used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot, so we would bet our most rarest cards. Ballsy, And man. I would have a shit ton of heck of rare cards. Oh, because we, we also used to do that at my elementary school, except... We wouldn't wager up a card. You would just lose one card from your deck. Like your opponent oh, will get free uh, reign. They they could pull any oh, card from any your deck. Card? Oh, any shoot. any card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, listen, them's the bricks. Like it's just like when <laughs> when do you guys play in elementary school? When or where? Or like when? Because like I feel because you guys are saying uh, you guys like, played at school. I felt like yeah. I never had like an opportunity to really play at school. Oh, like uh, during the school day. Yeah, is there, that what you guys were referring to? Yeah, me, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mine would have been at daycare, and that was yeah, typically like, before uh, or after school. Right, same here. It's like for me, it's a before. There's a before and after school program where basically yeah. like it's like a daycare with their. Yeah, I had that too, but I don't know. No one was really like. I guess the friends I hung out with didn't bring their decks to like play after school. Or we felt like close enough people, to play. Yeah, the people in charge didn't want us to like. Oh, they didn't want right. animosity between the kids. <laughs> I don't know about animosity, I mean, but like bringing like personal stuff to school, and then just oh, like it's not, it's, not, I, it's not a toy they had like for us to play. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, like, so you yeah. guys also didn't potentially get into a fight because somebody stole your blue eyes without beating oh. you. Oh no, 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 that, no, didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, n- didn't happen to me either. I wasn't a feral child. And if it and if it was and at that daycare, if it for me, if like if it wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon trading cards, then we would all bring our DSs and then we would do like we would trade Pokemon because oh, like because like Diamond and Pearl come out, so we would like trade Pokemon. We oh, would battle. I... Yeah, those yeah. Are my good elementary times. school, we weren't bringing DSs to school either, man. Oh, Dang. Shit. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Your daycare is lineal, man. We oh yeah, bring... for sure. We brought Beyblades to ours. Oh, dude, same oh, here. We Beyblade. would bring Beyblades too, and then what? some like some uh, person would actually bring in like the battle arena. So we would only have to bring what our Beyblades heck? with us. And some guy would be like, "I brought the arena." I'd be like, "Yes!" So then we would all start playing Beyblade in the arena. <laughs> the okay, heck? so so Mark, did did you also play in the golden era when they had metal pieces? Yes, I did. Oh, did I did, did not your, play back then? No. Did your daycare ban Beyblades because they were dangerous? No, hey, but I was dangerous. surprised that like, cause you know, an old Beyblade, like first generation Beyblade, it's mostly plastic, but they would have a like a metal, the metal ring, a metal ring yeah. that would keep the Hell Beyblade yeah. balanced. No, so, no, that would keep it spinning and make it a death trap when it self destructed. Right. So then, you know, after a while, since they're plastic pieces, 
they're they're they gonna wear her. down. They're gonna they're gonna shatter, right? So then yeah. eventually, yeah. like when, when the blade would hit, dude, shit would fucking fly. <laughs> the first time that happened, like as I recall, some kid either got hurt or he got oh. too spooked. Like oh, you, know, you, know, you have you have plastic shrapnel flying at you, and it's a loud crunch when it happens. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that is day, the first gen Beyblades you guys are talking about. Yeah. This oh is yeah, first the good gen Beyblades. Like, like, the I never really good played. One. Dang, I never played that much to where like the plastic would wear down that much to shatter. That's oh, oh no. You, like like listen, it was like uh, battle royale. You would keep going till you lost. Oh yeah, for sure. Dang. Oh yeah. Like, you, you, if you were cool, you could do like five, six, seven rounds in a row, and like you would yeah. just let it rip all day long. But yeah, the day that happened, and some kid, you know, just had plastic shoved at him. Uh, they got banned. Oh my and we, god. We we couldn't bring him in anymore because uh, it was too traumatizing. Dude, you want to hear the craziest trade I've ever done in elementary school? So you know, as kids, we don't know like the we, value of things. We don't know the value of cards because yeah. basically, like, internet is still new. And I didn't know where and the card shops they kind of overpriced cards. So basically and we're just kinda of, we're just kinda of trading off of what we like and what we think yeah. like could be like quote unquote good value. The TCG craziest trade Right, TCG play didn't exist. So the craziest shit I ever done was one of these one of my classmates, he wanted one of my structure deck Kaiba Blue Eyes White Dragons, and I had like four, right? So I was like, I'll I'll trade you it, but I want your silent magician level four and eight for it, right? Oh, okay. And back in that time, you can only get silent magician level four, eight, and I think the ritual spell in the video Magazine. game. Oh, the it's, it's in yeah. a video game. I think video for the games, Game yeah. Boy. So he was like, "Sure, deal." So which I was kind of dumb. What was it? There was a ritual spells. It was like a Silent Magician four eight, and I think, and then like some other spell card. I forgot. Maybe that goes with the Silent Magician level eight. Was it the one that makes your opponent draw a bunch of cards? Mm, I don't remember, but I just remember I was just like, dude, I have it. I have Silent Magician level four and eight. Yes, <laughs> what a fool! <laughs> yeah, that was actually a really good trade. I have but, a good uh... trade in the opposite. So I had the Dark Magician like. I forget what I mean, which edition it was, but I had a Dark Magician, but my friend, one of my friends at the time had a Queen's Knight, which I had just watched the movie, so I'm like, oh, that's so cool. He was like, I'll, I'll give it to you for Dark Magician. I was like, yeah, here you go. And then I'm oh, looking back, no. I'm like, looking back, I'm like, that was a <laughs> terrible trade. Like, like years yeah. later, I was like, huh. Mm. I think I've got you guys beat. Kenny, do you remember my most shining moment oh no was it the ghost, ghost no, the rare, ultimate, no the ultimate the rare ultimate black rare Rose dragon yeah because uh i really wanted to start as dragon because uh kenny was showing me just how amazing of a card it was it just stops everything and never dies and i couldn't get one so uh i had a friend that traded me for a uh stardust dragon it was just the uh original it was the normal secret rare one i think the tin and, uh, from the tin. <laughs> yeah, and he gave me a he gave me a playset of all the uh, the crash bugs because I was watching the Zale anime or the Zexal oh. anime, and I thought they were like really good because they make you know rank three super easy, and uh, I had to say goodbye to that black rose dragon. No, for crash was... bugs. Yeah, and I think what Stardust. I think what I think what prompted that was that you wanted oh. one of my Stardust and I wouldn't. Give and he it wouldn't to give it to me. <laughs> I, I would you you know Kenny if you would have uh, played ball you could have had that black rose dragon oh my god people literally nowadays buy those boxes was it 
Crossroads, Crossroads, Crossroads of Chaos, Chaos yeah. just to look for ultimate rare or ghost rare uh, Black Rose Dragon. Much... Oh, oh yeah, dude, you right look now. that up right now, you'll be sad. <laughs> no, no, please don't, don't say that. I'm not sure you had first Ed, but still. You know what? Um, that's actually not that sad. I'm I'm looking at. Oh no, these. Oh, that's a German damaged one. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna scroll down and get depressed. Oh my god. You know. I don't... Uh, it's not oh. that bad. So it's like a hundred bucks. Oh, oh, that's oh, a lot. Bad. That's still a lot, though. It well, means, it, wait, wait. Condition it, damaged. It, no, no, no. Light, lightly played. Wow. Um. Also, first dead. But but here's the oh. kicker. Just two months ago, it dropped from a uh, seven hundred dollars. Oh my god. Oh. At the end, <laughs> in, at the beginning of April, the market price was six eighty ninety nine, and people were buying it. Holy Dude. crap! And then something happened in March. I guess, uh, I guess you know, free board wipes aren't good anymore. So um, it went down to two hundred for market price. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, geez. Wow. Hmm. Hey, wow. Mark, Ulti Rare Stardust Dragons are pretty cheap too. You better it's hop cheap. on it. They're like sixty bucks. Oh wait, no, no, no. Oh god, oh, sixty dollars. Oh, oh no, 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 no. These are expensive. These are expensive. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Don't get it. Bail. Yeah. Bail. Yeah. Those low, was like low ones. Quotation marks. <laughs> mine, mine yeah. is. All three of my stars, the ultra, ulti, and secret, never been played. It's still Dang. like mint condition. So no, Mark, you have to it's slap it on the table. Only no, Mark no, no, knew no. to preserve his cards back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I was like three stars. Instantly went into. Double sleeve and a top loader. I'm like, never see the light of day. And I still have them. They're still, they're still in there. I never used to have sleeves as a kid. I played just raw. Oh, God. One here, which worse, I, uh, in middle school for the Yu Gi Oh club, I just had them in my pocket, loose in my pocket. Wait, no just, rubber band? No rubber band. Just be like, no plastic oh, bag. Like no, 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 nothing. Just no plastic bag. <laughs> just show up like, I'm ready to play my cyber deck. Here you go. They, they pull oh it up. Oh, my like, gosh. Everyone else has sleeves. I'm like, I can't afford sleeves. Here you go. <laughs> I still hey, have some like old Ultra Pro sleeves, like all the way back in the day, like just yeah. kind of in like in some tins that I still have. Yeah, Mark, you made a good decision. The uh, the very first light uh, near mint Stardust Dragon Ghost Rare is four hundred dollars. Holy crap! Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I'm pretty sure if you get it graded, it's like if it's a good grade, it's like even way more expensive. Oh yeah. Dude, I should I was I was considering maybe I should just send them in. They're at least yeah, maybe dude. at least a an eight or a nine. And it'll, depending it'll on the cut. Yeah, it'll look nice. <laughs> oh yeah. I should, you know, maybe one day it just cut I don't even I think it costs it costs I don't know how much it costs to PSA, but it does cost money just to have them graded. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that. Going back to the trades, I don't remember doing any like crazy trades back in the day. But what would you guys say is like the most you've ever spent on one single card? Mm, that's probably oh, the DSR for Snow. Oh, Sarah Snow. Sarah Snow. I think I paid like two forty. Oh, I think two forty. Oh, yeah. I think minus. 200 yeah i think 200 is the most i've spent on one card i think like i've gotten lucky because i don't usually play the super expensive decks like i think the most i've ever played is like 80 to like maybe 150 for the sp harry deck back then Uh, but harry wasn't when i sp'd out harry wasn't that great so it was like 
not as expensive as like you know the meta decks, but yeah. So not too I much think... on a single card. On a single deck, probably a lot. Oh, I think deck. My, most... Oh. <laughs> my most expensive one was probably the uh Secret Rare Victors that I got because they were like ninety to hundred at a time. Oh shit. And you bought multiples of those, right? I bought four. Dang, wait, for, were they all a hundred dollars each? I'm I'm looking them up. I'm trying to see if I could find it. Uh, As I recall, though, they were all around like eighty plus. Ah, uh, like back in the day, I think in G era at least, Luard was probably like my most expensive deck, and then I spent it's probably around like a hundred bucks for one SP Luard, and then I ended up buying like a Shadow Paladin SP pack for like two hundred bucks, like right after that. Oh. I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, pretty hard. Because I was like, oh, I really want an SP, and then I think it took a while to like have the guy sell the SP pack to me. So, and I'm buying that right after. Yeah, my most expensive deck is probably when I we got back into Vanguard at at V. When I I said fuck it, I'll build a Chrono Jet. Oh, and that I, was pretty pricey. Yeah, I think I spent like four hundred bucks coming back into fucking Vanguard. Oh god, four hundred. Yeah, because it was like. The dog was like twenty bucks each. The yeah, every every essential card is basically like twenty bucks each. Yeah, so sets are usually four, so easily. Yeah, that was probably easy because I was like, "Oh, we're all back in it. Fuck it, I'll make this deck." We don't play V anymore. <laughs> yeah, I did not get them on TCG Player. I can't find them. Oh, maybe Troll and Toad or something like that. Oh, right? Troll and Toad, oh, man. what a classic! <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, maybe the marketplace. Maybe. The marketplace before TCG player. Yeah, maybe you got him off day. Troll and Toad. It's very possible. Okay. Oh, I don't even yeah. think I remember my login for that. We spend a lot of money on card games, you guys. We still spend money on card games. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I I probably spent the most for sure because I don't think I. I've never stopped playing Vanguard, so you guys have at, at least had like some breaks here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But how long do you guys see ourselves like actually playing card games or collecting card games still? I don't really see an end until we're like have families and shit where we actually can't meet pretty weak. But even then I feel like when we can meet up we'll probably play card games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. So it'll just be less frequent. It, it won't be as frequent. I yeah, feel like if we do hang out, like whenever we have time later in life, it'll be like, yeah, we can just come over to my because we don't really like do like bar hopping or anything like that. Our hangout is literally card games usually, yeah, or some kind of form yeah. of. So like, I can see us still playing like down the line, pretty like pretty down the line. So like, just not it'll be like an occasion to play rather than it being a regular. Or, yeah, I was kind of thinking. I, I was thinking the same. I mean, for, you know, the time being, before we actually start, you know, our own little families, then, uh, or, you know, if we do, then I, I think there's probably nothing really holding us up, unless, hear me out, we uh, slowly, subtly suggest it to the kiddos, and then we make the next generation, and then oh. they're playing, <laughs> instead of playing Vanguard D-series, they're playing, like, Vanguard G-series. No, I know that already happened. Uh, already happened. <laughs> they're playing Vanguard Q series. Q series. Yeah, they're gonna have like seven more reboots before we have kids that are old enough to play. <laughs> oh yeah. man. I think I think it depends on the situation because 
maybe for me it might be a little sooner just because I'll be paying for like rent and bills. So basically most of my money will be allocated towards paying that. So basically the money I have left over may or may not be going towards cards. It'd probably just be like, you know, towards groceries and the more essentials. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, the essential stuff. So for me it's like it's coming really soon. So I'm like, uh uh, most of my paycheck is gonna go towards paying rent, so I'm like, I probably don't have the luxury of buying like the things that I usually get, like manga or cards. It, it I have probably have to pull back on my spending just so I can afford to pay rent and be a responsible adult. Yeah, I feel that if anything, like, yeah, we just wouldn't be buying as cards as frequently for sure. Like, we really have to budget and yeah, really I feel pick, like really pick really pick and choose like what we want to play. Yeah, because I like, can't kind of building everything yeah because right now i'm like or yeah because now i'm like oh i'll just i'll just make what i want right like i'll just have like yeah. 20 decks no problem but now i'm like i might have to be that player that will just focus on like one deck and one deck only so if they're like if next set has like one card or no supports like all right i'll just keep playing the same deck then <laughs> yeah i know like, that get the singles keep the cost down yeah so like basically just one deck that i really like that I know could have potential of just, you know, at least staying afloat, I can probably focus on that rather than just be like, oh, I could take care of five Keter decks, no problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's true. like Julian said, in Vanguard, there's always potential. I Show me grade four Bastion can make all your hopes and dreams come true. I don't think he's coming back. He's hey, maybe come with back. a grade one. Maybe with a grade one promo. Yeah, maybe I'll just focus on, uh, what's it called, Youth Burke. Yeah. That's a good choice. Like that deck has potential. It still has a lot yeah. of potential. <laughs> and we also spent quite a bit of money on that deck. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a money deck right there. Money deck for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty much on the same boat as you guys. I'm like kind of thinking like in terms of Vanguard, like whenever it stops is probably when I stop. Like, yeah, like fully like being into the card game because the way it's gone, it's gone through it's like in its third iteration like reboot so yeah let's see how far it can um, go yeah see how far it goes like if it keeps on going i'll probably be still into it but like like what like what mark said like probably won't be able definitely got a budget like my money towards card games later on and see if i really have time to keep playing right. which i'd like to have some time but yeah yeah less less buying complete sets like you kind of are now yeah 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 hey are you guys free three months we want to play then and just play with whatever we have at least we're not like pokemon collectors where they just literally buy cards just to buy cards for the art and then they never see the light of day at least with yeah at least with the cases we buy which are guaranteed ratios we're roughly spending like 150 to 200 per set and yeah. then after that we don't really spend any additional money oh on, yeah like for that set or for a while so yeah i guess that's another way to look at it yeah, yeah. but sometimes like vanguard has this thing where it's like they pump they pump sets out consecutively it's like a set after another like it could be like back-to-back months and then after that they'd be like okay you get a break of like a month or a month and a half and yeah then and they release so sometimes it's like Sometimes you just can't keep up with like, oh, we buy case, cool. Oh, oh, we already have to put another order for the next yeah. case for the previous month. Like, oh shit. Okay, so I have to shell out this much money. Like, okay, we don't have to buy the next set because we get a month break. But then we get another another set comes out the month after. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, 
we're kind of like in that right now, especially yeah. sets, and then there's back to back sets in September and October later this year that we haven't yeah. really committed to yet. So I think if Vanguard ever falls out, I think the one card game that I just might buy here and there's probably Yu Gi Oh! Oh, but only when Yu Gi Oh! releases like like their 25th anniversary sets, like anything that's nostalgic, like old old stuff, I'll probably buy. Like, so if they release something in the future where like a 30th anniversary set and they have classic cards, I'll probably end up buying that just, just for nostalgic purposes. Or the same kind of that. Or the yeah, like, kind of briefcase. Yeah. Oh. No, that's that 100 bucks. briefcase item right there. Yeah, but yeah, I think even if like, I can see myself like as like, even when I'm older, like as an adult with kids, if Yu-Gi-Oh! is somehow magically still around, I'll probably still end up getting cards here and there just for fun. You know, just to like, yeah. see, like oh, they have they have classic cards still coming out? Cool, I'll, I'll buy some. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if Vanguard like did the test of time and kept on going. Yeah. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! will still be around, to be honest. I think so, too. I think it's like, yeah. it's going to keep going like Pokemon. Like Pokemon TCG and Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG will probably yeah. still... Like it's been around since we were just little kids. Like, yeah, you know, we we didn't even know the concept of how to properly play that game. So I'm fairly certain they'll still stick around even when another ten years so pass. They'll still be there. Yeah, because yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh right now is 25th anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Vanguard, I think last year was like 15th anniversary. I think. Oh, oh no! Wow. No, sorry, not fifteen. Yeah. 10. 10, 10, 10. Yeah, yeah, ten years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm looking at my little statues. They they say tenth anniversary on them. Yeah, tenth anniversary. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still really nice just to uh, get together, with you guys. Kind of frequently now, just to hang out, and then that's really our thing. We play we play card games. So. Yeah. We eat a lot of food and then play card games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that wraps up today's podcast episode of can we just talk if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to it would really help us out so we can continue providing quality content for you listeners out there and make sure to subscribe uh, so you can keep up to date and when we release a new episode on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music we also have an instagram page can we just talk underscore podcast created so we can hear back from you our lovely listeners so we can get feedback on a podcast. We'd love to hear back from you. Thanks again for tuning in. And this is Can We Just Talk signing out. Bye. 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 Don't be a toxic player. Oh, we went off the (laughs) directions with that. Yeah, Yeah, don't be like, Toby, you suck ass. In the words of Jane and Yuki, get your game on.